one of the most popular political issues in the state right now, particularly for people who live up in the Straits area. Across the board, political support and concern about that pipeline. Everybody acknowledges it existed longer than anticipated, and there's lots of concerns about its safety. There's various you know, studies and investigations and all that sort of stuff going on. Uh, our proposal, and the reason we got involved, is that we think the state is taking too long. Uh, we cannot afford a risk of that, uh, that pipeline actually leaking. And what our proposal does is it stops the flow of light crude oil through the pipeline. The state and the owner of the pipeline have already agreed to stop the flow of heavy crude oil. It's harder to clean up in the event of a spill. Light crude oil is awful, also difficult in the, in the event of a spill. Should there be a spill, it will actually shut down the entire pipeline, which includes uh, things like propane. So what our proposal does is just stop the flow, uh, revokes the easement for the flow of light crude, so there's going to be no more oil flowing through the Straits pipeline. So if there is a rupture, uh, other things are not as environmentally damaging as, as the oil. So, you know, we think this is sort of a middle ground, moderate proposal that will continue to help uh, the dialogue and the discussion and hopefully finally force the pressure to get something done about this. And if not, you know, we're going to put it before voters. So if the pipeline isn't carrying heavy or light crude, what would be passing through it? Uh, it could be propane or other natural gas, which, if you know, they were leaking in those circumstances, is more likely to evaporate. It's, it's not the environmental catastrophe that an oil spill would be. What's the alternative for Enbridge, then, which owns this Line 5? You'd have to ask them. All right. So you're not proposing an alternative for Enbridge, which, of course, Enbridge has claimed all along that this pipeline, which has been operating for for 50 plus years, shows very little sign of stress. I'm assuming that the committee disputes that. Well, you know, we're not really making assertions or disputes. You can read the language. We believe that, you know, the people will declare that there's been violations of the easement. And we're asking to revoke the easement. It's the state's power to revoke that easement. And, you know, Governor Snyder and Bill Schuette haven't done it. I think a lot of us believe that, you know, we watched what's happened in the state over the past few years, and we've become a, a corporate state run as a business model. And we believe that our political leaders just view this as some sort of business risk that they'll pay for to clean up, except we, the people, are going to have to pay to clean this thing up. And it's going to be a disaster if it happens along the way that people think it is. So, you know, it's not really up for us to uh, propose alternatives. We believe the state has this power. Even most political leaders say this deal would never be done today. So it, the, the concerns of disrupting oil or, or, or whatever it might be are largely irrelevant to this. I mean, this is a deal and a, and a revocation of the easement and, you know, new pipeline safety regulations that, you know, everybody I think agrees is pretty prudent. And this is not as radical a proposal as shutting down the entire pipeline. You know, our goal is that we believe that the, the flow of oil should stop. And that's the very narrow focus of our, of our proposal. We also include financial requirements so that Enbridge or whomever is operating that pipeline, in the event that there's an oil spill, there's a guarantee that we, the people of the state of Michigan, have uh, an insurance policy and, and bond money to actually cover the cleanup. Because when it happened in Kalamazoo, uh, you know, it cost way, way more money than people thought.